Hey everybody, welcome to The Blurred Lens, where we try to bring everything into focus for you. I am your host, Rob Collins, and on this episode, we will be talking about Chicago's number one photography conference. Hey everyone, I want to welcome everybody to the studio. Uh, first, I want to make some introductions here. Um, you know what, right before that, I want to make sure that we talk about this conference that I just mentioned in the intro, and it's ClickCon. ClickCon is a fantastic, wonderful photography conference that just left Chicago. It was held August 5th through the 7th, and it was amazing. But when I say amazing, it's probably an understatement. Um, in the studio, uh, we have Cynthia Tapia Mascoro. She was one of the models, um, and we'll be talking to her in a minute. And on the phone, we have Carly Sullins of Carly Sullins Photography. She was one of the instructors at this conference. And we're going to get a very interesting point of view from her as an instructor of this conference. And last but certainly not least, we have the person who was responsible for the entire thing. Came up with the concept, the CEO, the CFO, the COO, the <laughs> C everything of it, and that's Sherry Hagerman. Welcome all to the studio. Thanks. Thank you. All right. So, um, Carly, can you hear us okay? I can hear you. Okay. I just want to make sure you're still with us on there. Um, this conference, um, as I said, is one of the premier conferences that was held in Chicago, the first of its kind um, that was uh, just this past um, August. And the person behind it we're going to talk to real quick is uh, Sherry. Uh, Sherry, uh, can you introduce yourself real quick? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, uh, Sherry Hagerman. I'm owner of Illusion Photography. I've been, uh, geez, a wedding photographer for 16 years now. So, yeah, I mean, just doing a lot of education in the industry and a lot of wedding photography and really just love networking. Mm-hmm. And um, Cynthia, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I've been in Chicago for eight years, mm -hmm. and I started to model since 2002. And I love ClickCon, so I'm hoping for next year. And I know you've done uh, quite a bit of work other than ClickCon, just modeling, and you're also a fitness instructor. Is that yes. right? Yes, I teach uh, kickboxing, boot camp, wow. Zumba, you name it. <laughs> <laughs> and Carly, I know you're a fine art photographer out of, based in St. Louis, and uh, you are also a photography educator as well, right? Correct. And uh, I've been an artist most of my life. I come back, I have a painting background. Um, so that kind of blends into my photography. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that, that's, that's great. I'm sure it's a great fusion having that background as being an artist, but also combine it with the art of photography at the same time. Yes. It's, uh, you know, post-editing has come a long way, um, and it continues to uh, change photography as an industry. So uh, it's neat to get the shot out of camera, but then also have the opportunity to change the photo as you do post-editing. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you brought some of that expertise to ClickCon as well. I did. I know. Okay, Sherry, um, this being the first of its kind in Chicago, and um, and I'm not the only one that says that this was probably one of the 
biggest and best conferences for its first year. I'm sure you've heard that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, tell us just a little bit about how you actually came up with the concept. Where were you at that moment when you said, we need to have a conference here in Chicago? (laughs) I was sitting in ProCam. So um, I just got done finishing up a class that I was teaching some business. And honestly, I I didn't know what we were going to do from there. I'd been teaching a while. Um, I'd been doing wedding photography for 16 years. And I just knew something needed to, to spread across Illinois because we don't have anything in Illinois. We don't have anything in Chicago. All these great uh, states and cities, Orlando, Las Vegas, they all have these great conferences. And we have this wonderful city and nothing here. So um, I was standing at ProCam. I was standing at their red table. And George, the owner, was leaning up against the table. And he said, you know, so what's next? And I just looked at him and I said, why in the world does Chicago not have a great educational mm-hmm. event? And George goes, well, do it. And I laughed at him. I said, yeah, okay, well, let's do this. And he looked at me, he goes, just tell me what you need. And he walked away. And I think my jaw hit the floor because at that <laughs> point I was just like, wait a minute, what did I just agree to? <laughs> but after that, we formed a team and we went we went full force on this thing. So it, it turned out amazing. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, I know... At a certain point in your life, you almost weren't a photographer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people know your story. And it's it's a very moving story. Um, and it's not like the hobbyist that picked up a camera, then all of a sudden it turned into a business. You have life-changing moments in your story. Can you, can you tell us your yeah. story? So, um, goodness. I've been doing photography since I was six years old. I was given my first, it was a Kodak 110. I don't know if you guys remember those things, those very long mm-hmm. cameras. Yep. Kodak 110 um, for as a birthday present. And from there on, I just loved photography. I took photography classes in high school. Um, when I graduated, we had, we had no money growing up at all. I mean, my parents used to hunt for our food. I should say my dad. My mom didn't hunt. My dad used to hunt for our food, but... For my um, birthday, my graduation present, my dad actually bought me a film. (laughs) Now I'm dating myself. An EOS, a Canon EOS film camera. And um, I planned, you know, I loved it. I never planned on photography becoming my thing, but art was definitely my thing. I went to school for film. I went to college for producing films, Toy Story. I wanted to work on things like Toy Story, uh, graphics and animation. And I picked up a few degrees along the way. Um, as well as pre-med. I was going to school to be a dentist. Um, but my cousin then, right before I was about to graduate dental school, my cousin asked me to photograph her wedding because mm-hmm. she didn't have the money to do that. And I loved it. I absolutely fell in love with it. And the next day I dropped everything, absolutely everything, and my parents wanted to kill me. I was fine with it, though, because they weren't paying for my school at that point. I was. Um, so I dropped it and I opened up my business the next day. And I'm one of those people that once I commit to something, I 100% commit to something. So I threw my entire self into this. What I failed to mention is at that time, I was also going through a divorce. I had a one-year-old and a three-year-old. Um, and I was back to, this was the very first part of my divorce. So I was still, um, I had just moved in with my parents and I had my two children 
And then about, I started the business and about six months later, I was out of the house with my parents. Um, I started making enough money in the business to afford my own home. Um, but it wasn't too much. I mean, my wedding collections at that time were $1,200. They were nothing. Um, what they tell you not to do in the industry is what I was doing in the industry. And at that point, about a year in, um, I I just about, I, I couldn't find a mentor. I couldn't find anyone to help me. And I would reach out to people and they would tell me they didn't have time. I was spending bad money chasing bad money, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, I was buying product that would fall apart and wasn't usable. I was just wasting so much money on equipment that I didn't know how to use properly. Um, equipment that I didn't need because I didn't have that guidance. And I was about, um, gosh, I was about a month out from living in my van with my children and hitting bankruptcy, very close to hitting bankruptcy. And um, there was a conference called Skip Summer School happening. And it was 700 I believe it was around 700 or $500 to get in or something like that. And I attended that conference. I, I had $700 on my bank account. It was the last money I had in my bank account. And for some reason, I felt like I should go to that conference. So I wrote that check and I went. And I remember sitting in the hallway of that conference and a man walked out. And I had no idea who he was, no idea whatsoever. And he asked me how I was doing. If I enjoyed the conference. And I said, oh, yeah, very much so. I, I'm getting a lot of stuff out of it, which I did. I was getting a lot of great business networking, that type of stuff. Um, but at that moment, I also just lost it. And I think I was just completely overwhelmed. And I started bawling and crying. And he looked at me. He goes, well, what's wrong? And so I, I explained to him, you know, I, I've reached out to people. They told me they didn't have time to work with me. Um, I said, I don't know what to do anymore. I'm failing. And and this was obviously the moment where this man stepped forward and he said, Sherry, look, my name is Skip Cohen. I'm going to give you my business card. I want you to call me. I'm going to walk you through all of this. We're going to work this out for you. And he, and he did. And he saved my life. And he did it for free. And I think that moment was the the time in my life where it was like, okay, I finally found someone to help me. And now I want to pay it forward. So for the past 16 years, I have been educating other photographers on how to run their business and how to photograph things. And I usually do it for free because that's my way of reaching out. I know that there's other people that need help and other people in this industry that are in that same position. Mm -hmm. And if they just had that one person. So Skip was my one person. And when I decided to do ClickCon, you know, that's that's where it stemmed from. And that was my major pay it forward. Oh, that's that's great. And and Skip Cohen, I've I've met him. I had the pleasure of meeting him one time. And um he's just a great person. He's a phenomenal person. He is. That I mean that's what you just said is phenomenal. He is. He is actually a phenomenal person. Mm -hmm. Um so at that moment you had that life changing moment and it led up to a successful career as a photographer. Mm -hmm. And um you're also a uh full time mom, a full time wife. Full time wife. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and, mom, wife, cook, launderer. Cleaner, maid, what you know? Everything under the <laughs> everything sun. Everything what a mom does. And still, you found time to bring us that gift of ClickCon, mm -hmm. and I'm sure it's, we all appreciate it very much. Um, Carly, yes. Now, being an instructor at ClickCon, um, 
This is this. We can talk to people all day long about their experience as attending, and I'm sure everyone will have the varying opinions about it. And I'm sure most of them would be great opinions. But as an instructor, you have a different point of view. Can you tell us a little bit about what it was like at this first year conference and educating people who come seeking knowledge? I think uh, photographers are hungry for new knowledge, um, hungry for something different, and hungry for uh, that networking of meeting other people, like Sherry said in her introduction. um, You get photographers that get very territorial, and they don't want to share their information, or they don't want to share their technique. At ClickCon, it was totally different. There was a different vibe going through from beginning to end of people coming together and collaborating and educating each other. So in my classes, you know, people are very attentive, very wanting that knowledge, but not only that, they want to share their knowledge and they want to help each other. So there were classes I took that I needed to brush up on my skills. And I felt, you know, photographers, not even in the class saying, well, come over here, we'll help you do this. Or, I'm working on this kind of concept shoot. Would you like to be a part of it? And I was just floored by um, people always reaching out to other people and being more just inclusive, like bringing people into um, something that was just really amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when when you were contacted to be an educator, had you already had things that, or did you have to move anything around? In other words, when I'm asking, um, yeah, a lot of people here, first year conference, I don't know if I'm going to be involved. I want to see if this gets off the ground first before I dip my toe into it. Do you have any of those feelings or did you just dive 100% in also? Um, I saw like the sketch of ClickCon um, as it was starting to grow mm-hmm. and, and just kind of uh, seeing it, at the back end growing a little bit, just keeping my eye on it. And I thought, wow, this is going to be something really different. Um, The idea of the models coming in, but not only that, having professional hair and makeup stylists preparing the models for the photographers. um, You know, that's something different. And having these amazing sets and having uh, photographers, having the ability, no matter what level you're at, you get the opportunity to photograph. You know, you don't have to be all the way at the top. You can be just starting out, and you're going to get exactly what everyone else gets. And that's that's very different from other conferences. You're not pushing your fellow men out. You're including them, and you're doing this together, and you're growing together. So that, to me, I reach out to them and, like, I want to be a part of this, too. Uh, that That's absolutely wonderful. You, you mentioned something, um, which is a very good point. At this conference, there were highly skilled professionals all the way to people who had just picking, uh, picked up a camera for the first time. So you had a wide uh, range of experience um, within this conference. And what I witnessed was even the seasoned professionals were helping out the um, people that were, um, like you said, hungry for knowledge and hungry for uh, information on how to do this or how to do that or how to work the settings on their camera. Um, which was great. It was great to see that um, I didn't see a lot of selfish behavior at this conference. Um, how do you feel about that, Sherry? I, it, it turned out 
more amazing than what I expected it to. My whole idea going into this was creating something that was a collaboration, a collaboration of models, hair artists, makeup artists, photographers of all levels, and making them all feel included in that. When you what you touched on was something that I worked really, or I should say we all worked really hard on, um, which was taking every level and making sure that we could combine them and still get everybody on the same playing field. Because even though we created these great sets, and yes, we put the uh, settings on the boards for them, what it did was it allowed the people of advanced level to create a wonderful portfolio and maybe utilize and do something different and step out of the box that they weren't or don't normally do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the um, beginner level, for a beginner, and I know when I started, you have to do it in order to visualize it. Some can't just visualize it. They have to actually set their cameras and say, oh, that's how they got that shot. And that's why they have that lighting in that direction. So this allowed them to do. And at the advanced level, it allowed them to step out of their box. Right. So. Now, Cynthia, as a model, um, I know you didn't get to actually attend classes of it because you were there to be a model um, for ClickCon, mm-hmm. uh, one of the many models that were there. And being an experienced model, um, and did you do any mentoring of the newer models coming in, or did you see a lot of that or get to witness any of that? I saw a few girls, but everybody was doing their thing. They were like, yes, I'm here. I want to I wanna do it. So mm-hmm. I saw more determination of the models. They didn't want to feel left out. Yeah. Yeah. One of the one of the uh, things that, uh, in my experience, uh, having attended several conferences, is that sometimes we have aggressive photographers. Um, I'll use that term, aggressive photographers, um, that don't have experience working with models, so they come off a little, sometimes creepy, um, or or worse. Um, I don't. I didn't recall. I didn't recall having seen any of that at this conference. Um, do you know if any of the models, or did you experience anything like that? Mm, no, I didn't. I don't know about other models because I was not there. But mm-hmm. for me, it was perfect. I had no issues. Oh, that's great. I just heard things, but like <laughs> I said, I was not there. Yeah. <laughs> when um, when you work with photographers, um, and you've probably worked with highly advanced photographers and photographers that have just started out also. What advice would you give to those photographers that don't have experience working with models? I will first to tell the model what they really want, Mm -hmm. like what type of shoot they want. And uh, as a model, you always need to say, okay, I just do this. I don't do that. Always like to be straightforward or what you're looking for. Right, Because right. when you get there, there will be like, okay, I've seen photos of you doing boudoir. Now let's do boudoir. And you're like, oh, my God, you just hired me to do fashion. So why do you want me to do boudoir now? Right. And also uh, an advice for photographers, never touch a model. Never. Just mm-hmm. ask for permission or if a hair is on their face, on, do not touch the face. Ask for permission to move the hair from the face or 
or show the post as well. Too. That's a very good point right there. Um, asking for permission, like if an article of clothing needs to be moved or anything like that, don't just move in exactly. and just start touching. That's mm-hmm. a very good point there. Um, I, back to Sherry. During this whole process, was there ever any point where you just said, you know what, I'm done. I quit. <laughs> I quit. No, there were a lot of tears. Um a lot of nights crying, um, but I, I think that I stayed so busy. There was there was not a point where I said, "Oh no, we're just quitting." Like I said, when I, when I put myself into something, mm-hmm. I one hundred percent. Now I'll beat myself up, and I did quite a few nights. Um, like I said, cry myself to sleep or something like that. But that was probably more of exhaustion, yeah, <laughs> not having any sleep, um, rather than just feeling failure but there was at no point at not one single time did I feel that there was failure to the point that I needed to quit we had and I say we Rob because you were part of that team we had a phenomenal team when I speak about the team I'm talking about the heart of ClickCon mm-hmm. and the the volunteers that helped create the show with us it, it, that's the whole reason we had a great team to lean on and when you know, we ran out of ideas. Somebody else had an idea within that team. Yeah. So we had a great networking base going into this. There was never a point where I just wanted to say, okay, this is done. We're, we're stopping this. I'm actually even more excited to go into 2020. So. And we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. I know you're short on time, so we're going to try to wrap this up in just a few minutes. Okay. Um, another thing I want to touch on, when you said volunteers, we have Ontario Derns, who's here in the mm-hmm. studio with us. He's actually the director and the camera operator right now, but he was also a volunteer at ClickCon. And uh, I'm going to ask him to step up to this mic over here and just give us just a, a brief synopsis of his experience at this conference as a volunteer. Now, I want to point out that when you hear conferences, you all at photography conferences, you think of photography, but very rarely do you think videography to go along with it. And that is one, the fusion of this conference was just great balancing with photography and videography and that is um we did we did we tried to we actually tried to um, make this a heavy a heavy hitting conference on video too Mm -hmm. because as much as we want the photographers to be involved we wanted the videographers to be involved and if you're going to the facebook click on site you're starting to see now all these great little videos that people are making coming through did you see that it it was wonderful Uh, matthew sutherland just put one in and it was it was it blew my mind. So the videographers are just that that are coming out of this, the experience and the education. How, how do you feel, Ontario, about what you got out of ClickCon? Um, it was very enlightening for me because it was my very first uh, conference of this magnitude oh, wow. ever. Um, I'm used to the suit and tie conferences, people trying to sell me things. <laughs> <laughs> but this one was um, very enlightening. Actually, I got to make a lot of good network networking connections. Um, I, I think it was um, more than I expected or anticipated because I got to learn more even about my camera. I got to talk to other videographers and their techniques and seeing how they did different things. And then we went over to the silo and we did the superhero shoot. Um, I'm constructing a new video. I have a, a minor video I've made together for um, Wolverine and for Captain America. They were fighting. Yeah. That was my video that I put up. And it was a fun experience. So I would like to have been involved with more of the classes, but the people um, were great. And if I had a question, people were willing to answer and willing to show me different things that I never had a clue of. So it was a great, great experience. So 
Carly, I want to ask you, um, and with your particular style of photography um, being fine art, and um, do you or have you um, thought about infusing any type of video um, with your education or with um, within your own business? Yes, I have. Um, but I, I still really love fine art as a still. Mm-hmm. I haven't really crossed over yet. Um, I love the videos and I love people doing that. Um, it, it's more of a time factor for me. Right. Okay. Um, Sherry. But I actually slipped into a videography class I click on and I was even coming from the photographer side. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot that I can apply to photography as well. So um, they're very closely related and I love that the conference allows you to, if, you're just mildly interested. You yeah. can take a class to see if that's going to go further for you or not. Uh, that's a good point there. Ex- absolutely. Um, Sherry, why Chicago again? Can you, and, and not, I mean, Chicago, we know how busy the town is with traffic people and whatnot. Um, why not pick a, a less busy location? Like a, like, suburb, like a West suburb, like Oak Brook or yeah. some, some town like that. Tell me why Chicago. Chicago has everything. They have the streets. You want busy street or street photography? You could do street photography. They have the architecture. You like architectural or uh, artistic photography? You can use that as your background. Chicago has, I mean, even across the Hilton, we had the Fountain Gardens, which was more of a park-like area. Right. So it has parks. It has architecture. It has um, sludge, if you want to call it, under the L tracks. (laughs) There's just so many backdrops that we could utilize within a two-minute walk, not to mention there were 41 restaurants within a two-block radius mm-hmm, of the right. hotel. Everything was right there. It, it just makes sense. It so really just makes sense. To give the listeners a um, an idea of where this was, this was at the Chicago Hilton, which is on Michigan Avenue. Now, Michigan Avenue has everything on it, just as you described, even across the street, the park setting, uh, a couple blocks away, the urban setting. You get the grit of the streets out there, but you also get the the fine art feel of the architecture, just like you mentioned. So Chicago, it was actually a perfect choice. Yeah. And not only that, this was the first time ever that Chicago had given any photographer or photographer uh, conference, which this was actually Chicago's first photography conference. Um, major conference like this, portrait photography conference, it's the first time they gave a blanket permit. I mean, we had the right to utilize museum campus, Fountain Gardens, Grant Park, Pritzker Park. It, it was crazy and something I never expected Chicago to do. And they embraced it. The officers were out there. There were people posing with officers and the officers were getting into it. Right. So it, it was, they embraced this. And Cynthia it, it, put her hand up for that. You must have had a photo did shoot. Did you have that? <laughs> I, I had some photos with policemen. That's okay, right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so they embraced it, and that, that was wonderful. The the permitting thing, the, the blanket permit, have you ever heard of anything like that before? No, no I no. haven't. And not just for taking pictures everywhere. Drones. But drone permit also. Mm-hmm. That was, I mean, that was unheard of. They but. don't even allow drones in Chicago. That's a $19,000 fine. But so for our for this conference, our conference here, they allowed it. They allowed it, which is which is great. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Um, tell us a little bit more about that uh, Chicago PD posing with those officers out there. I was just posing, and they were just passing through, yeah. and they're like posing behind me. <laughs> so they just came and you know they yeah. took the photo. Well, that's great. But we had um, 
support of city services out there. I even seen one where they had they lined up the horses, the police on the horses, and they lined them up and was posing with the mob. I mean, it was just great. That's great. It was great. So in our last couple minutes here, let's talk about what's happening in 2020. What do you have planned for us for 2020 ClickCon? <laughs> I'm not going to give it all away. Well, you can give us something that we can chew something. on for a year. I'm going to give you something to chew on. So I'm going to tell you that there's improvements we're going to make. Um, improvements are what this is obviously a conference built by attendees for attendees. And what the attendees have asked for and the vendors is a three-day event, not a two-day. So we're kicking it up to a three-day event. We're oh, going great. to try. Um, on top of that, we're going to extend the classes. Instead of 60-minute, we're going to 90-minute with 30-minute yes, 30 oh, minute interval breaks. Excellent. We're going to up the number of models by double. Uh, we had 115. Our goal is going to be around 250. So we can specifically concentrate on that models on loan program um, as well. Um, and there's a few other things that uh, we had, you know, one of the issues was people would wait out the front door for classes and jump in on the classes. We're actually going to bus, try to bus people to their, their outdoor classes next year, even if they're a couple minutes away. So we can, you know, keep that problem of people jumping in classes they're not supposed to be into. Mm -hmm. So if you're registered for that class, you should be there. So there's there's things that we're working through right now. The fun things that we're going through is we're going to try to double the shooting bays on the trade show floor. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, we're going. We're looking at bringing in a few uh, famous people. I I don't know if you guys remember Jeff Lewis from the makeup department. He was the Emmy nominated makeup artist yes. for all the Star Trek. Right. Well. I'm just going to say that there's something special that's going to be going on with that. Oh, great. Can't um, let the cat out the bag right let, now. No, something okay. special going on with we'll that. we'll have to wait. Yeah, so, <laughs> and then we have a couple other celebrity things that we're looking at for ClickCon 2020. Wow. But just expanding it and making it larger. Something we did with, and this is, you know, something we're going to look at going forward. We gave the models a free day of education, their own conference, before ClickCon. Um, which was really important. I wanted the models to feel like they were included in that, that we could give them back as far as education as well. Mm -hmm. So they got an entire day of education, whether it be social media, um, business and marketing, as well as, you know, how to walk the runway, some other tips. So now we'd like to expand upon that next year and also give the hair and makeup artists an entire day of education before the conference as well. Wow, that's nice. And I understand they did get some very decent swag bags. Oh, they did. And uh, they the did. swag bags that some of the attendees got also. Can, can you touch on that just a little bit? I mean, these weren't just your, you know, like a paper bag full right. of junk. These were very so, decent. Yep. The swag bags that we that we gave out to the attendees that were staying in the hotel, if you booked the hotel block, as well as the models and the hair and makeup artists, um, the companies involved, the vendors involved donated product, but the swag bags themselves were a hundred dollar uh, low pro backpack. Backpacks, right. And then it was filled with a bunch of swag. So the, the, the swag bags themselves were about 150, if not a little bit more of worth of stuff just for signing up. Now the models and hair and makeup artists, they got a little bit more because we actually got the hair and makeup industry involved. Companies like NYX, um, Cosmetics, um, and they actually donated hair makeup products on top of all of that stuff. So the hair and makeup industry embraced this, I would say, just as much as the photo video. That is incredible. So that's why we're looking to make a huge collaboration event out of this. That is incredible. Um, we're going to wrap up here. But before we go, uh, do you have anything coming up um, that you want to 
talk about right now? No, I'm just after this, I'm heading out to the Sheraton and the Hyatt to check on new dates for 2020. That's excellent. Excellent. Carly, are you still there? I'm still here. Carly, um, what do you have coming up in the future here that um, people might be able to see you at? I will be speaking at the Missouri uh, Photography Association on October 20th, and it will be in St. Charles, Missouri. Uh, excellent. Now, I know your website is uh, carlysullensphotography.com. Is there anything else uh, where people can find you? Uh, yeah, at carlysullens.com, and that's where photographers can go to learn how to be a creative editor. Oh, excellent. Um, do you have a Instagram page also? Uh, Carly Sullins Photography. Okay. All right. So, um, listeners, you heard it. Um, look for Carly Sullins out there. Uh, she's based in the St. Louis area. And Cynthia, what do you have coming up? I am going to be in New York for New York Fashion Week. I'm going to work for Live Aloud uh, charity. Excellent. Uh, they focus on um, depression, uh, core development, and anti-bullying. So I'm going to go and walk for them. And I have some batons. Uh, this is our charity events, too. I raise money for homeless pets. Mm -hmm. I do... I do them on December, so I uh, will have one in Chicago and one in Mexico. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So if any listener wants to um, see some of your work, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram at EternityCM altogether. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I want to thank everybody. Uh, we are just about out of time for this um, podcast. Thank you for coming out. I know you're busy. your schedules are so busy, but I'm glad you carved out time to join thank us. You. Carly, thank you. thank you very much for joining us on this podcast. Thank you. All right. This is Rob Collins with The Blurred Lens, and we'll see you next episode.